Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. The show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. They offer gold, silver, platinum, palladium, tangible, physical material shipped and delivered to you very privately in a very innocuous little box. Nobody gets what you're getting, knows what you're getting, and you take the time to put it away. You can call one 800 951 You can head out to their website at allamericangold.com. Updated daily with pricing and news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Tuesday's child, sitting in with the CEO of Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquint. We're live on the 7th day of January 2020 in the year of our Lord on KXXT 1010 AM, Family Values Radio, also Cyber Delay through the mothership at 1360KHNC.com. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, expecting a high into the 70s today in phoenix and uh just all in all just a lovely time good morning joe how are you doing hey eric good morning i'm doing well and and uh, happy to be here well you look wonderful so you know uh, what because you can't see me i can't see you i'm at the <laughs> cedarstromgroup.com studios you know i have to say that kind of like you, you, the movie uh, idiocracy where the guy says carl's jr all the time so <laughs> Because uh, I have to do it because I have a home office. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Purple Berry Gatorade or Powerade and Taco Bell. Right. We uh, yes, and you know if you're a bad parent, don't worry. Carl's Jr. will gas you and come get you. So yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. You know, I'm. Uh, I listened to your show yesterday. Great show. Yesterday, you know, the, the news, and, and again, the, the, the killing of the general, or whatever you want to call it, the uh, attack on people that were attacking the U.S. Embassy in Iraq, you know, they forget all that. Now, you know, it's just disgusting. The newspaper, the Arizona Republic has just gone absolutely crazy, them and USA Today. So the front page is uh, people mourn in Iraq and Iran, and, oh, they show the guys crying. You go to the USA Today, and I mean... You know, these are people that hate America. These are people that their entire mission in life is to kill Americans. I think people forget that. Now, granted, you know, whether being involved in the Middle East or not was a good idea. You know, the, the extreme right, me included, uh, and you, Joe, you know, just let them, if we just get out of there, which they want us out, just get them out, let them all kill each other. We'd have much been better, been much better off doing that. But when you look at the demographics of what's happened in the Middle East, you know, they got 80 million people in Iran. They say they have a 12% unemployment rate, but give me a break, okay? I mean, that's uh, just a propaganda. It's been estimated that it's 30 or 40, but let's just say that it's 20%. They say they've got a half a million people in military. So you've got over there, you've got, I don't know, 25 million people with nothing to do. <laughs> nothing to do. They're either in the military or they're terrorists or they're unemployed. And this is their economy, which is gas selling gasoline to the rest of the world. So, you know, when you see these throngs of people, they're out there because they have, there's nothing else. And the, their millennials over there cannot stand. We talked about this last week. They, you know, they can't stand prosperity and the wealthy and the palaces and the, and the sheiks and the emirs. I mean, they just can't stand them. They hate them. The similar to the millennials here and the uh, Antifas and how they can't stand any any American prosperity. So this is an issue that the globe's dealing with, but makes me sick. You see the USA Today, they said the president 
Donald Trump sent the missiles, not the military, not the Pentagon, not the United States of America, but it's Donald Trump. The anti-Trump trade now, which is just crazy, the anti-Trumpers, they sold all their stocks when he got elected. So they want to see they want to see America mired in war. They don't want they want to see Americans murdered. They don't want the president to be successful in anything that he does. Anti-Trumpers are buying paper gold. They're buying oil futures. And the anti-Trumpers are rich. These aren't, you know, the, I'm not talking about the, the, the broke millennials. I'm talking about the wealthy. I'm talking about the liberals, the elites, the head fund, hedge funds managers. I mean, the you did the story yesterday, Joe, on Kramer. Kramer with his uh, talking about the incredible amount of gold, the nonstop gold trading on the COMEXs. Have you ever seen anything like this ever, Joe? And I, I've been doing this a long time, and it is incredible the 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 volumes that you're seeing in gold. Uh, you're seeing all the warehouses. You know, there, there's not that many London, Shanghai, uh, where the gold warehouses are. They're just jam packed, record well, levels. Go ahead, here's Eric. Here's the issue. That you, here's what you're looking at here. It's you know liberals, anti-Trump trades buying gold, and I've been saying this can't impeach them. The only thing they're going to be able to point at come November is sky-high gold prices saying, see, the world's afraid, the country's afraid. They're going to point at that. But anti-Trumpers don't buy generators. Anti-Trumpers and liberals don't buy bulk food. They don't buy survival gear, and they don't buy physical gold because the government will provide. That's their whole mantra. So you've got this anomaly. You know, futures markets for you people that don't under, know what they are, follow them or, or care, in a nutshell, futures markets, which are commodities I'm talking about, I'm talking about anything that comes from the earth is a commodity. So they trade gold, silver, all your metals. They trade uh, pork bellies. I mean, technically, they, you know, pigs don't grow on trees, but they're fed by uh, wheat futures. They're fed by orange juice. I mean, well, they're not, but orange juice that grows out of the ground and things that grow out of the ground. And the reason that this is there and why this exists, which is really interesting. This has really never happened as long as I've been doing and uh, following markets for you know well over a quarter century. I've never seen anything like this. It's quite a market anomaly. When when a well, I, we got the music coming, so we're going to stay on this line. We're going to give you a little bit of education this morning, so you can separate the wheat from the chaff by yourself. Patriot Radio News Hour will continue. Hey, how are you guys doing? Thanks for tuning in today. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy lives to allow us into them. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Tuesday's Child up here in Cave Creek. Joe's down at uh, Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley. We're live on KXXT 1010. We'll be cyber delay on uh, 1360KHNC.com, which is Colorado station up there. If you're listening local and you uh, want to hear more of this programming, you can listen online. Just click right on it. Click the uh, start button, and off she goes. They got it uh, pretty simplified. Even I can run it. So let's talk about futures markets heading into the break and and why they exist and and what they're for. And originally, they were designed to help farmers. So, you know, you spend a lot of money if you're a farmer planting wheat. You know, you've got to have the machinery to get it done. You've got to go plow up and till the field. You've got to harrow it, and then you've got to drill it, seed it. Then you got to fertilize it and you got to water it and it takes six months of growing and you've got all your money's tied up in there and all your equipment. 
So you're expecting, I don't know, a half a million bushels. You're a big, big Midwestern farmer. And you're like, man, I'll tell you, wheat's at, you know, wherever it's at per bushel, $5 per bushel for just example's sake. And you're like, well, you know, if uh, this wheat market falls while I'm waiting for it to grow and falls, you know, to 250, I'm really in trouble. So the pinstripe bandits invented these futures markets where technically, technically like gold and silver, they're supposed to have warehouses full. The silos full of wheat are supposed to be pledged to the commodity exchanges so the physical product backs the futures contracts, but that was the original inception and the original idea. So, but it's just gotten crazy. I mean, especially just in silver, you know, and silver in one in one day, um, and it's normal in active markets. They've traded all the silver ever mined since the beginning of time. So, if the New York Comex has uh, I don't know, about 100 football fields, 10 feet high, warehouse somewhere full of silver, then it would be legal. But now the whole thing's illegal. But but I digress. So we go back to the wheat farmer. So he calls the pinstripe bandit and says, you know, I think we better get an options or a futures contract on my wheat fields while I'm waiting for them to grow. So he goes, well, I'll tell you what, for just 5% down, you can do a leverage contract. So 5% and you can bet the price of wheat is going to fall. What? Well, yeah, I mean, why would I want to do that? I got all my money out in the field growing out there. He says, yeah, but if the price falls with only 5% down, you're going to be able to cover your millions of bushels that you have growing out there. So any losses that you take in the cash market, you can hedge your losses in the futures market. And since obviously you can't to plant the fields. It took all his cash. He's only got to put 5% down to cover it and insure it all. So if the market drops, his futures markets make up the money that he's losing on his cash market. And that is why they designed it. So now you've got something that was an anomaly. And Joe and I, we know the big guys in the, in the precious metals industries, the movers and the shakers. Joe deals with them on a daily basis, and it's not a big market. I mean, literally, if I told you there was less than a dozen, a dozen um, institutions and exchanges that dictate the physical direction and premiums on U.S. $20 gold pieces, that might even be a high estimate. So what, what these guys do is they see the equity markets crash and they see gold rising is they have to buy gold and silver to fill up their warehouses, as they've done, and they have to hedge it. They've got to bet that it's going down. And Joe, you remember the story of Mark at uh, National, who you know this is when these when the when gold runs, the physical markets get hot, and they've got to hedge their inventory. They have to have the inventory to deliver it. When people call Patriot Trading Group, and they go, "I want twenty U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces." Patriot Trading Group can't go, "Well, you know, we can't get them," or you know, it's going to be eight months, or you know, all, all the other things that all the other dealers tell you. But when you order from Patriot, you get them. That's, we've been in business a quarter century without a complaint. So the product has to be procured somewhere. So it's very frustrating. But when you get really, 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 really hot physical markets, because the warehouses and the exchanges are all buying gold, they hedge their gold, they actually can drive the market down. So this is when it happens. You see these market anomalies where you see the stock market crashing and gold dropping. And we've seen that a few times. The 08 crash, we saw it during 9-11. I mean, that was unheard of. When the markets opened after 9-11, gold didn't go up. Didn't go up. 
even though we were as busy as we've ever been, ever. It put the it put this company on the map. The exchanges were closed after 9-11 for three or four trading days, and when they opened, gold went down. Everybody went, what? What? And that you couldn't get 20s. You couldn't get physical. You couldn't get gold eagles. You couldn't get bars. You couldn't get silver. You couldn't get anything because the four or five days while the exchanges were closed, the markets just absorbed it all. I mean, the phones were ringing, not at our place, but every place, every store, every anywhere you could get a gold coin, somebody was buying it. And when the markets opened, they went down. Why? Because the exchanges were covering their physical products in their, in, in their inventories. So you have this, this anomaly now where you've got rising gold and paper exchanges. And even, even if you look, Goldman Sachs was talking about how the trading volumes are off the charts. And this is the trade that I told people about and I told Joe about about six months ago. This is the anti-Trump trade because you're going to have four or $5,000 gold at this pace easily by November. And it's the only thing they're going to be able to point at. They're going to go, look, the, the world hates Trump. Look at the gold. Look at Because he's done everything he's supposed to do. He's got his finger on the ESF, the Economic Stabilization Fund, a.k.a. the Plunge Protection Team, because he's a Wall Street guy. So he's got Wall Street dialed in. He's got the paper markets dialed in, and the liberals hate him. And the conservatives, obviously, you know, we all have our gold. The conservatives have been buying stock. This is why you're not getting a huge sell-off in the equity markets uh, because of the missile being lobbed over to Baghdad because it's the conservatives that own the equity markets. So with all that taking in, watching these market moves is something I've never seen before. And I, Joe, you did a great job talking about it yesterday, talking about Kramer, who's talking about trying to explain the tumultuous gold trades. And I don't have any other explanation, Joe. I don't have any other way to explain it. Do you? Well, you know what's so funny is, is uh, and I was paraphrasing, and, and I took the time uh, after I got off the air to, to, to get everything that, that Kramer was saying, and you're really right on. He, he's, he's letting people know, hey, listen, everything that I see here is setting up for this massive gold run, and they're going to use that to try to put fear into Wall Street and that we, I guess his whole point was, hey, you better get ready. You better have, uh, you better get into the gold market and, and get ready for the, I guess, for the equity markets to possibly have a setback because uh, of the unrelenting gold price. So it's just what you said, right? They're, they're going to be using this as the reason as to uh, why things aren't as good as they appear and, and all of those things. And that was really uh, you know, in in a different kind of way, what Kramer w was saying is exactly what you've been saying. Well, we have this, yeah, it's a market anomaly, but think of how backwards it is. So the conservatives are guys in office, okay? Now, during Obama and even during W. Bush and the Bushes, the physical gold markets were on fire, 9-11, I mean, on fire. And it didn't matter. The, the neocons, the Republicans, everybody was buying gold. Now, Everybody's got their gold. You know, a lot of people are pretty well loaded. We know that for a fact. We sold hundreds of millions of dollars of it through Bush and through Obama. So now you got Trump getting elected, and the liberals liquidated all their stocks, and they watched the, one of the biggest stock runs in history. So now they're buying gold trying to recoup that, and it's crazy. I mean, it's the exact opposite. So if they impeach the president, here's the best double play in gold. If the impeachment, you got what, Bolton now wanting to testify. If they can somehow impeach the president, 
that the liberal or the, the conservatives are going to come in and buy the gold market. They're going to buy the physical gold and they're going to run everything. And I've told you that if they can't impeach the president, the liberals are going to run the paper gold market. So it's a win-win no matter any way you look at it. It's going to be one of the wildest financial years in history. There's nothing like this. There's never been a precedent set. I've looked at every all the trading volumes. I'm looking at open interest on the futures markets. I mean, I'm looking at the, the M1, 2, 3, and 4 money supplies, that all the old things that none of the new people look at. And it's, I'll tell you, I'm looking at it. And then declining interest rates, which are going to send a dollar lower with uh, trillion-dollar deficits running. Wow. Wow. I'm glad to, to be here. And I'll tell you, the more these guys do and the more you look, you listen, you look at USA Today, they make me want to vomit. You look at the American uh, press corps and what they're getting out, then I'm proud to be associated with conservative radio, and we're able to get the news out to people so they can try to disseminate what's going on and hypothesize their own future and take the steps to do what's right for themselves and their family. And if that makes any sense at all to you and you're confused and you want to take the time to put away something that's real, give uh, Wendy a call or Joe down at Patriot at one 800 951 and they'll walk you through it. Joe's probably going to have a great special today. You know, even after 9-11, after 9-11, uh, $280 gold, I didn't look at the charts, but we were right in there somewhere, maybe 300 that the the premium on $20 gold coming from 2001 being, or, or the millennial, 2000 being a non-event, all the generators went back, you know, all the people that bought gold because they, they thought Y2K was going to eat up everything. All the generators went back. All the bulk food got either eaten or thrown out as it aged. The A uh, lot of people that shouldn't have owned gold liquidated their gold. England sold all their gold. Everybody sold all their gold until 9-11 hit. And even at the bottom of the market, at the very bottom, where the Arizona Republic wrote the worst investment you could ever make in the world at $263 gold on that day. I remember that price very well. The worst investment you could ever make is gold in your life, which they picked the exact bottom. But even at 263, a U.S. St. Gaudens, the minimum I ever saw a premium ever was 20%. Ever. Now, granted, that was, you know, only $52 over spot, but 20%. I mean, at $1,500 gold, what is that? $300 premium? And that's where they should be. I mean, a minimum, minimum right now in a U.S. St. Gaudens with what's going on should be, or a U.S. $20 Liberty, they should be 19, 18, 1900, two grand. And let me tell you, one more burp, one more little uh, terrorist or, or a target getting hit, or the president, the, the Republicans turning on the president that the physical gold markets are going to run and they're going to run out almost instantly because that's the kind of inertia that's sitting there. It's like, You've got a gazillion volts and no amps. All these volts are sitting there just waiting. If somebody adds one amp to it, it's going to blow up the whole financial power grid. And that's the precipice that I think we're sitting at today, Joe. Well, and, you know, you bring up something that, you know, is really important for our listeners to understand. And I tried to do the best I can to educate you, too, because we, we have this really interesting chart set up to go along with this, right? It's one thing, like Eric said, hey, this is, you know, uh, the left 
is going to buy it this way. The right's going to buy it this way. But one of them's going to win. One of them's going to lose. Either way, gold wins. But then we have this chart, the, the chart formations. You, you, you literally are guaranteed three, four, five hundred dollar move in gold uh, just because everything that's traded today, and Eric kind of talked about, you know, the, the futures market and, and the hedging and uh, Wall Street and all the paper trades and the leverage and the margin and this and that and the other. Every computer is going to put trades out, put trades to work to go long gold, go long gold, go long gold, go long gold. And you have this kind of, I'm going to say like that perfect storm, that the, the double whammy, if you will, uh, with the inertia. Once, once the move goes, uh, it, it's going to be one of those, those straight to the moons. We're going to see new all-time record highs in gold. And, and it's one of those things where, you know, why Kramer was talking about it yesterday, the amount of volume, it's hard to put into words. Uh, because, like Eric said, you actually don't need the physical gold to actually be there. So you've got, you know, every day, two and three and four times the world's mine supply being traded in these markets. And when they all go the same way, look out. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Television ratings for Congressman Adam Schiff's impeachment hearings were a bust. There were far less viewers than during Watergate or Clinton Lewinsky. Even the testimony of ex-FBI director James Comey and Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh drew higher ratings than the Democrats' latest show trial. Less than 13 million people watched the first day of impeachment hearings, which is only a tiny fraction of the audience for a big football game. Polling shows that the independent voters who will decide the next presidential election are tuning out in large numbers. No matter what theatrics Democrats tried to throw into the mix, they simply couldn't hold the attention of a television audience. Even former Trump attorney Michael Cohen attracted higher television ratings when he testified before a congressional hearing. Clearly, the American people are no longer interested in watching Democrats flail their arms, complaining about non-existent crimes. Most of the public sides with Trump in thinking we should not be sending millions of tax dollars to a foreign country with a history of rampant corruption. There is no precedent for the Democrats' bizarre inquisition into a president's foreign policy decisions. Polls show that 90% of evangelicals view the impeachment hearings as a witch hunt. Evangelicals were a pivotal voting block in 2016, so that number is very significant. The national spotlight Democrats hope to shine on their impeachment show trial has been dim and ineffective. Its greatest achievement may be to force the Democrat senators who are running for president to be in Washington, D.C. during the month of January, rather than campaign against Trump in Iowa and New Hampshire. When candidate Trump was running for office in 2016, Liberals made much ado about Trump's history as a television personality. They said he would turn the presidency into one giant reality TV show. Three years later, we see who's really making governance all about theatrics. Every new phony accusation and manufactured scandal points to one conclusion. The Democrats would rather have high ratings on television than good governance. It's time for politicians to look away from the cameras long enough to get back to governing.
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The hypocrisy and lies of the liberal media are alarming and even incite public unrest. But the fake news and the commentators whose slant coverage are finally being exposed. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to provide timely alerts and take effective action on your behalf. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour brought to you by, well, the Patriot Trading Group, one 800 I'm your uh, hamburger helper Tuesday and Thursday. Sit in with Joe Jaquin, Eric Cedarstrom, ex-CEO, uh, gold dealer emeritus, uh, current general manager and president of what is turning into one of the fastest-growing uh, radio networks up in northern Colorado and online. Our online presence is skyrocketing. Uh, Joe's doing a great job. He's helped me out there with the programming at 1360khnc.com. Okay, let me finish connecting the dots here of what's really going on in the financial markets. Okay, now Trump gets elected, elected, the stock market falls, everybody goes, sell your stocks. So the liberals dumped. What did the conservatives do? Hey, our guy's in. I think he's going to do a good job. The conservatives took their money out of their CDs and their bond markets, and they put it all into the equity markets. Great move. Now, we're watching the impeachment and the Senate hearings are going to get fired up here. Now, this is where people are they're confused. They go, they're just not getting what I'm telling you. This is going to put it together for you. So who owns the equity markets? Conservatives. Okay, they're the biggest, the baby boomers are the big, own the biggest segment of the private population or the biggest investors in stocks. The boomers by nature are like 68% conservative because a lot of them are military. So what do they do if Trump gets impeached? The first thing they're going to do is they're going to sell their equities. What kind of, and the, and the gold market always catches a piece of the stock sell off. Always does. Always does. And it's, it's proportionate. It's not all of it, but. If they impeach Trump, you're going to see trillions of dollars go into gold. Now, what do the conservatives buy? Do they buy paper gold or do they buy physical gold? So there you have it. That's going to, that'll be one scenario into the physical market. So they impeach the president. The conservatives dump their equities. They buy physical gold. They're not, most of the, most of the, uh, boomers have no interest in anything that's on a computer or paper. They want to feel it, touch it, and they want to hold it. Now, they don't impeach the president. This is where we get our paper gold run. This is the best double play in history, So, which I don't think they're going to be able to. I don't think they really want to. You know my thoughts on that, that they want Trump back in there for when World War III starts, which I said literally a month ago with Joe before Christmas, that they want him in there. So when they put World War III together, the conservatives are blamed, the president's blamed, all the right-wingers are blamed, the Bible thumpers, the gun toters. We're the miserable people that started the annihilation of the United States of America. And that's why they want him in there. If, in fact, I'm wrong and they can't impeach him, 
then the liberals are going to keep buying gold and buying gold and buying gold. I mean, that's look at the trading volumes in the paper gold markets. That's not being done by conservatives who own most of the equities. It's being done by liberals. So I hope that makes it clear why I've said that you're going to see the biggest paper gold run in history if they don't impeach the president. And I think that'll edify the situation. So, I mean, for where we're at today, I wanted to get that out because it's just driving me crazy. I'm blocked. I've looked at everything so you don't have to. Take the time to add to your portfolio. It's the best double play in the history of America. What do you think, Joe? Well, I I think you're spot on. I think we are really, truly setting up for something, like I said, uh, the the perfect storm. You know, these it always seems to work out that way. Whatever their plan is, and and now they've got the, the, the perfect storm set up here in the gold markets. Uh, I, I think we're getting ready here to see something that we've never seen before, uh, but we're going to help you get ready. So today we've got two items, two different items, uh, both fractional gold. I've got 50 of each, 50 of each one of these. Uh, we'll start with the $5 U.S. Liberty gold coin. So that's your your quarter ounce, uh, 1866 to 1907. Right now, they're $445. But this is why we're the best there is out there. Today, I've got 50 of them at 430 So you're going to save 15 bucks a coin on your $5 liberties. And then I was able to get 50 of the $10 Indians. Now, the the $10 Indian, that is the female Lady Liberty with the Indian headdress on. That's your, you know, kind of like your your half-ounce coin there. That's normally $870. Today, I've got 50 of them at $850. So, you're going to save $20 a coin on the $10 Indian, uh, $15 a coin on the $5 Lib. You can mix and match if you want five of each, one of each, or you only want the five libs, or you only want the ten innings. However you want to do it, I've got 50 of each one of them at 800-951-0592. Take the time. Put them away. Uh, uh, just some, a couple of quick announcements, too. Uh, the medals, plans, everyone will be called or shipped no later, looks like, than tomorrow uh, we should be uh, all finished with those. And, you know, it's always the, the, the first of the year with Christmas and New Year's takes us a little longer uh, than the other quarters, but those will all be out. Uh, and all of you that ordered over the Christmas holiday or right before Christmas, same thing. All of those things uh, will be out no later than tomorrow. So uh, get ready. Load the gun back up. Give us a call. Uh, start putting the money away. There is a reason why Jim Cramer comes out on TV yesterday and says $1,800 gold because it's an easy call to make when you look at the volumes, you look at the charts, you look at what's going on out there. Uh, gold's up again, uh, up another three, four bucks here, 1572 Silver's up 10 cents, $18.28. There is some, uh, there's some grumbling out there that China may not be signing the trade deal come next week. And I always thought it was weird because you thought this big trade deal, you'd get the president and, and uh, you know, you get Trump, the president of China, they'd get together, they'd make a big deal about it. China is not saying anything 
And I've been looking, and somebody else a lot smarter than me has been looking. They're not buying the agricultural products like everyone said they were going to be. Uh, And then today I saw it for the first time. People are saying, Eric, uh, that China may be backing away. So you got another factor to throw in there. That'll be a lot bigger than uh, the uh, uh, Baghdad missiles on the equity markets, trust me. So, And I watch U.S. Steel stock as well, or Cleveland Cliffs. Um, keep an eye on that because they're a beneficiary of these trade deals. So they'll, they'll let you know which would – because all this information gets leaked. You know, an insider trading runs rampant. Right. So, right. I mean, it's just nuts. So, But that's – you know, listen to – Ten dollar, ten dollar gold pieces, eight hundred fifty bucks. They should be; those should be well over a thousand dollars right now with what's happening. So, and they're going to be. I mean, you know, gold reflects unrest. The liberals know it. They want to point to it. They want everybody to see it on uh, CNBC screen. They want everybody to point at gold when they, they'll. And gold will come up during the debates because they're going to be pointing to higher gold prices on the liberal side. Going, look, the country's scared to death. They hate the president. Blah blah blah. So. You're just going to have to watch all this, and we're going to do it for you. Call Patriot 1-800-951-0592 and get you some. We'll be back after these messages. I'll tell you, I am the Midnight Rider. I was supposed to be in Colorado. This is going to be very embarrassing for me, very embarrassing. I'm an American car guy. I like American cars. I've chastised all you Japanese car people. And, uh, well, I was on my way up. I left bright and early. I, uh, I have a Hummer that I bought in 2008. I've had it since then. Um, we worked hard. The markets were good. I always liked them. They're like a Chevy Blazer to me. And they don't make full-size Blazers anymore. So the Hummer's the next best thing. It has a 6.2 gas engine and a Chevy three-quarter ton running gear, and it's got 111,000 miles on it, and it's garage-kept. It's just a beautiful old truck, and I see a lot of them up in Colorado. So, I mean, they're everywhere. I thought, well, if I get caught in a blizzard, I'm going to drive up. I was planning on spending 10 days there. I'll, uh, I'll uh, you know, I'll have a vehicle that'll get me around up there. So, so anyway, in Winslow, Arizona, it dropped all its oil pressure. <laughs> Sunday morning at 930, I'm in Winslow, Arizona. It's 15 degrees, standing on a corner. <laughs> with a broke-down American-made truck that I had to have towed back. And uh, needed the motor blew up. It needs a new motor. So and my wife, I think we're going to put one in and just keep it. You know why? Because liberals hate it. They hate it, you know. I wanted to put a license plate on it, NRG hog, you know, NRG hog, but she wouldn't let me. But anyway, so I was supposed to be there. Then you try, I wanted to fly out. Just I got back into town at 4 o'clock Sunday night. I mean, I was a little stressed out, a little tired. I want to be in Colorado. I had a ton of appointments, people waiting on me. So then you try to book a flight. If you try to book a flight to Denver short notice, they just whack you. I mean, it's quadzipple, and I'm still somewhat of a frugal guy in my old age. So I had to wait. I'm flying in tomorrow. I'll be up there tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to be up there for a long time. I'm going to stay as long as it takes. Our uh, 300 Dollar, uh, 300 ads for 300 bucks for three months. Uh, they're just swamped. I mean, then, you know, it's unheard of. You get 30 second ads for a dollar. I'm the, and I'm proud of it. I'm the Earl Scheider radio advertising. We've already created riffles up there in the front range and throughout Colorado. Some of the other 
stations, you know, I'll just leave it at that or complaining because you can't get that anywhere. We we go all over. We're not some little station. We're a huge flamethrower on the AM market. So I'll be up there. We'll get caught up. I appreciate all the new people, all the new sponsors. I apologize, but we'll get this thing streamlined and worked out. So um, back to gold. Gold, here's another issue. Okay, If you're a gold dealer that you're talking to, and not everybody does business with it, and I get that, but you know whoever you're talking to, if he's not 50 years old or over, hang up the phone. Because one of the reasons that premiums are low on the private gold and the non-confiscatable gold, in other words, the, the U.S. legal lawful constitutional tender, not bullion, not bullion, not bullion, American Gold Eagles, Krugerrands, bars are very clear. And the reason I say if your coin dealer's not 50 years old, then he didn't work in the 80s under Ronald Reagan when they put in the TEFRA laws. And this is why you can't put U.S. $20 gold pieces into an IRA. You can thank Ronald Reagan for that. Nobody knows why that is. Well, go to the U.S. TEFRA laws and then go back to the confiscation laws in 1933 and look up the words rare and unusual value and the word recognized value. Recognized recognized listen to that word recognized so recognized value so now you go to the u.s tefra law what makes a product what gives it a collectability which changes the tax reporting laws which changes the uh confiscation laws you put the two uh you put the two legislation pieces together and you have something of a recognized value not only is classified as a collectible, which under the confiscation laws makes it exempt from confiscation, and when they recall gold and take anything that has the word bullion in it, remember that word bullion? Go to the U.S. Mint's website and look at what they sell. Bullion. Go to the, go to the Canadian website, Mint, and look at what they sell. Bullion, bullion, bullion. Look at the U.S. TEFRA laws. This is why you want to hold your material privately. And a lot of people, well, they're not going to get my gold. They're not going to get my gold. I agree. People aren't going to be suckers like they were sucked into it before. You know, they they took gold, which was $20.67 an ounce for 100 years, and they said, well, we want it. And, uh, you know, we're going to give you the $20.67. And then now that they once they got it, they set the world price at 35 bucks. So if you go back and look at, like, collectible books, the uh, guidebook of U.S. coins from the 30s, guess what? You could trade them. You can find them online. You go on eBay and buy a red book or a blue book and where they track the U.S. liberties and the Indians, and you could own them all through gold confiscation from 33 right up until Nixon made it legal again. So anyone who had them were allowed to prosper with them. They, there was you know, you bring up a great point. You, you bring up a great point, Eric, and I just want to uh, – because a lot of people still don't know this. As much as we have said it, it was illegal to own gold in this country from 1933 to 1971 unless you had what they considered to be collectible gold coins. That was it. That was the only way you can own it unless you were a dentist or you needed it to do a, a jeweler, right? They could do it to make jewelry, but the average person, you couldn't own it. It wasn't allowed. So I just wanted to, to, to reiterate that point. So the recognized value, and that's the wording in uh, the original confiscation order, which meets U.S. American product, uh, the original U.S. legal lawful tender meets the criteria to be classified as a collectible, not a bullion item. This is why you can't put them in IRAs. They put all the bullion in IRAs because if they confiscate them, they just take them. 
just like that. They went through safety deposit boxes. You got bullying in your safety deposit box. Okay, gone, gone, gone. Bars, gone. Oh, here's the old Indians. You get to keep those. You know, I mean, and you had to have a Fed agent there when you opened your box. So these are all things that we understand. This is why that uh, Patriot Trading Group, when I originally set it up, and Joe carries this tradition, someday his kids will run it, that... uh, that, that, that we recommend this because it's the right thing to do. So call Joe today. Grab some of that special. I think you're going to be really glad you did come Election Day. Final segment here on this Tuesday. Uh, big shout-out to Eric. Thank you for joining us today uh, and, you know, talking about uh, the old Tefer laws and Ronald Reagan and gold confiscation. Uh, what type of gold do you want to own? Uh, the market's really starting to move now. Uh, silver's now up uh, almost 25 cents here, 1840 gold, uh, now 1575. So now gold's up, what, six, seven dollars to the ounce. Uh, another high here. Uh, remember, we're right up against uh, any close above 1585. And as Jim Cramer said yesterday, the relentless buying of gold. Uh, has been unabated here and, and now saying 17, 18, uh, 19, 2000, right? All of those things are in play this year. Uh, the special today, and they're going fast. We're down, we got 35 $5 liberties uh, at $430. Uh, we still have 40 of the $10 Indians. Uh, at eight hundred and fifty dollars, and and both of both of those uh, pre nineteen thirty three both recognized uh, as collectible coins. Uh, so you know they're private, non confiscatable. You can buy them, sell them, trade them privately. You don't have to give out your ten. You know you don't have to give out your social security number. You don't have to worry about ten ninety nines. Eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two, and for all of your metal needs, if if you hey you want twenties, call me. Silver Eagles, junk silver, whatever it is, uh, we can help you here at Patriot Training Group. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and we'll have to wait and see at least here uh, over the next week. Right. Obviously, if there's any escalation in, in the Iran situation, if there's some form of retaliation, uh, that's going to have a major effect. And now all of a sudden, uh, next week, the 15th, uh, is when they were supposed to be signing this trade deal. If the Chinese decide not to show up, uh, we're going to be seeing new multi-year highs in gold. We may, you know, I don't know that we'll get to 1900 over it, but you're going to see uh, a huge move in the gold price if that doesn't happen. Uh, you know, regardless, I don't know that it makes, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I thought all along that China was more than willing to buy more stuff. Remember, that's what I said all along. Hey, China will buy stuff, but that's about it. I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't want to buy the stuff either. I, I could be wrong on that. Now we'll wait and see. Uh, but that is that has been making the rounds today. My guess is part of the reason why uh, we're seeing gold run here again today. I think it's day ten now uh, in the markets, having to do with people saying 
the Chinese won't even confirm that they're going to be here next week. 800-951-0592. U.S. $5 Liberties at 430 And then U.S. $10 Indians. And you know what? I, I love those Indians. U.S. $10 Indians at 850 That actually puts the $10 Indian $10 less than the $10 Liberty, which you know that that doesn't happen very often. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow for a hump day.